Hey guys, and welcome back to Growth Theory. I have another special guest on today, and I'm very excited for you guys to meet her and listen in and truly gain all that you can from this guest. Listen, this episode is one of the realest ones I've recorded thus far, so let me just explain it, okay? Jasmine R. Smith is our guest, and she is a photographer, a seventh grade teacher, a wife, and a mother. Crazy, right? Even though she wears so many hats, she does so with such grace. As I've said before, I really love having the opportunity to sit down with incredible women, and I always walk away feeling so inspired and gaining just tangible insights. I'm a firm believer that having mentorship in your life and in your business is so important, and that's why I try to bring guests on so that you guys, including myself, can learn something and gain a new perspective. In today's episode, Jasmine talks about the importance of having a support system, especially when you're wearing so many hats, and how her why is the driving force in her mission. She also shares her growth theory for her business and in life in general. And honestly, I'm just very excited for you to listen in. Quick thing to note, if you hear something in the background, it's just her sweet baby boy. Well, with that being said, let's get into the episode. Jasmine, I'm so glad that you're here with us. So just for our listeners, sh- like share who you are and a little bit about yourself, and then I'm going to get into the good questions. Okay. So I'm Jasmine Smith. I am a lifestyle and wedding photographer in Atlanta, Georgia, and I help women create vibrant, captivating photos that tell the stories of the moments that matter most to them. So whether they're getting engaged, saying I do, um, building their families or starting their business, I just wanna make sure that their legacy is properly documented for all their future generations to come. So that's what I do. And I'm also a mom and I teach seventh grade science. So I have a lot of, you know, hats, but um, I'm able to do them all. I love it. I'm amazed. Like. There are so many women that I know in my life and I'm just like, when I get overwhelmed, I'm like, Tina, calm down. Like, like you, you are Wonder Woman, really. Like, I don't even know how you do it all, but I'll just do a, a backstory. So I actually met you at the conference, uh, the Click Away conference, and mm-hmm. we just hit it off. I don't even know how we connected, but I'm so glad I connected with you because I needed like a buddy at the conference. Yeah. Um, how did you get into photography? Cause you have, you're a mom, you're a teacher. Like, how did you open that door? Was, was photography first before you got into teaching? Um, well, photography definitely didn't come first. Um, I've always been a person who loved photography and loved pretty things. I mean, my dad, he was a photographer at one time when I was young what? and growing up, but he was a photographer in the film age and it was just, I never really like paid attention to it back then. Um, But it really wasn't until I got married and I didn't have the best experience with my wedding photographer. Mm -hmm. And that just taught me so many lessons where I kind of put my teacher hat on because I was just like, if I would have known all of this stuff beforehand, I would have had a completely different product. So I saw the need for education in photography because at the time, this was almost four years ago. Um, when I was on Instagram looking at photographers, it was just like, oh, my pictures are pretty. And it was just like, you know, some cute little short 
and sweet, you know, caption, but they weren't like teaching me anything. So I was just like, why aren't, I need to, you know, bring teaching to photography. And um, that's pretty much where it started. Cause I just didn't want another bride to end up where I was. It's not that I'd had like crappy wedding photos. I had really good wedding photos, but there were just a lot of things that were missing and a lot of things that I would have done differently had I been properly educated. And when you're planning a wedding, you have so many different resources of information being thrown at you from everything. You got your parents and their thoughts. You got your friends and their thoughts. You got um, Wedding Wire telling you this. You got the not telling you this. And it's just so much information that you just get overwhelmed. And mo me, I was just like, I'm done. So whatever happens for this wedding is what's going to happen because I don't have, it's like trying to plan a wedding is like a whole different class. Like you would have to like take, you could literally take a class on weddings. But right. if I would have known all this stuff, it it would have been so much easier. So that's what I do now. I help people beat the learning curve so you don't have to, you know, learn all this stuff. Same thing goes for people who are starting businesses. So everything that I thought somebody would have told me when I started my business and um, starting to work on the visuals and things for my business, I teach them those things so they don't have to, you know, figure it out the hard way. No, for sure. And I love that you incorporate teaching in your content. Like, you're so good at that. And I try, I try to do that too, but I'll be looking, I'm like, dang, she is so good at this. And I learn things. I'm like, she's so consistent and so good at really teaching, whether it's um, educating other photographers or educating your clients. Like you can go to your pages and be like, okay, how can I prepare for blank? You know, and you really do give a deep explanation. And I think that does help people want to work with you a little bit more, right? Because it's not just she's good photos you're also right. getting knowledge from you. It's not just one part, you're multifaceted like as a person, but so is your content. And I think that is so amazing. So I just know people are gonna ask, how does she even do it all? <laughs> Excuse me? <laughs> like how, how are you able to balance it all? I mean, I see, cause I'm looking at you right now on Zoom, you've got a to-do list in the back, sticky notes. You're clearly organized. But help the rest of us get to where you are. And I know there's other people who maybe are full-time and they're still disorganized <laughs> and others who are uh, full-time and part-time in their, in their craft, but they just are overwhelmed. They don't know how to do it all. But you're a mom, you're a teacher, you're a photographer. Give us the goods. Okay, so it's a really great question that you asked me that, but most of the time, I, I don't even know how I do it all. Like, I question myself sometimes. I'm just like, how, how did That's I fit cool. all of that in a 24-hour time span? Yeah. Um, and it's gotten even um, worse and kind of more interesting with quarantine because it was easier prior to because, you know, if I was a teacher, I was in a school building. Um, when I was home, I was either mom or I was dealing with my business. But now it's like I'm mom, teacher, photographer, business owner, doing all this stuff at one time, literally within these walls. Like this is like my my she shed. That's what my husband calls it. My office is my she shed. And um, yeah, but with all the hats that I wear, it's really just all based off of a priority system. Um, there are days that I dedicate more time to teaching because I have to, you know, um, lesson plan. I have to grade and 
um, conference meetings. On top of that, I'm also over the entire science department at my school. So I'm the department head. So there are times where I have to be on meetings with other admin, um, like making decisions for the entire school. So it's, it can be a lot on some days. Um, and then I have my mommy hat. So something that has been, well, I can't, first of all, I have to give a, a very big shout out to my husband, Dom, because without him, I, I couldn't do it all. Like, I honestly could not do what I do without my husband. Um, he supports me so much in business. And now my husband's also a videographer with me. But um, he just supports me so much in business and helping me watch Luke when I can't, you know, when I have like deadlines or I have classes to teach or you know, doing stuff like that. But I also block off time at least two to three hours every day of uninterrupted time where it's just me and Luke. We can go outside, we'll go play, we'll watch movies. Um, of course, the teacher in me, he's gonna hate me as he gets older and older because <laughs> I've been buying flashcards for this boy since he was like four months old. <laughs> That's why he's so smart. So um, we have time and I'm like teaching him, trying to get him to um, talk more and coloring, you know, doing all the things um, because what I've come to realize is I don't have a baby anymore. Um, he's getting older and older and the baby and baby is just going further and further away. And now he's like this little boy. So um, I've been putting a lot of time into that because I just know how valuable this time is because I, I can't get that back so I want to be able to spend as much time as I can with him so and I'm trying not to get emotional well <laughs> you're a mom I'd be weeping if I had a kid I would literally tell everyone all day long like they'd be like Tina stop yeah I I feel it like um I've, I've been through so much uh on the mom side so I'm just very thankful to have him and you know, be so able to just Luke, live life. Luke is like, Luke is like your why, you know, for everything that you do. He really is because I want him to see that he can do anything. Like you literally can do anything. If you want to do it, you just have to do it and you can, you can do it. Um, I want to put that work ethic in him because, oh, <laughs> even me being a teacher, so many of my kids, they they look up to me, not even from a teacher standpoint, but they're just like, you're a mom and you have a business, like you can really do all this stuff. So if I can tell that I'm already making an impact on my kids, I know I can make an impact on Luke. And I already have, like he, he, he does stuff that no one-year-old does. <laughs> Tell the listeners this baby boy he's not even two yet and on her instagram stories he will be filing stuff for her helping her shred paper in the most elegant put together way and i'm like is he 20 like is he an intern <laughs> he's so smart he's so smart and, and so wise beyond his years and he's just a little baby yeah and i didn't make him do any of this stuff it's not like i was like come here luke you gotta help me shred these papers he just comes in my office he sees me working at my desk 
And he started to notice, because um, the shredder's like right off to the side of my desk, he would start to notice that it would be like a pile of like papers or like mail on it. And he would just come in here and he, he's very aware of like, he picks up on everything. So he's just like, turn it on. And he's just like, okay, I think I need to do this. So he just starts shredding stuff. And now literally he comes and he will open my door every day and he looks directly at that shredder and if he sees anything on it he's turning it on or he'll he'll like point the plug to me because he knows he's not supposed to put stuff into the wall he's just like mommy plug it up and i plug it up and he literally will shred everything right. and then he'll clap his little hands like yay i did it and then he's like ah. looking at me like what else can i do and i have to like catch um catch him because He'll try to grab papers off my desk and I'm just like, look, dude, I don't need you shredding everything. <laughs> but, but he watches you do so much. So he wants to be a helper and he wants to, you know, in his little body, he's like, what can I do to contribute? And I think that's so awesome. Like y'all's dynamic makes you want to have a kid. Every time I see your page, I'm like, oh no, I want a baby. Yeah. <laughs> it's just so crazy how, how much they, how observant they are and how they really they pick up on what you do. So I want to make sure that if he is so, he's observing what I do, I want to make sure I'm putting positive things into his life and not, you know, exposing him to bad things. Like he, he gets to the point now, and this is just something with this generation of kids. Um, if he's on FaceTime, he's got to the point now where he knows how to go and actually prop the phone up so he doesn't have to be on the phone and like holding it. So he'll prop the phone up and he go, he, he's such, he picks up on everything. He'll put it in the window. He would literally put the phone on the windowsill. He'll pull the blinds up and he'll just sit there and he'll just talk to people. He'll try to take my, my tripod and he'll try to put it, the phone on my tripod. And I'm just like, wow. Well, I'm, I'm not a mom, but I'm an auntie and I love kids so much because I feel like if we can channel some of that kid energy, we'd be so far ahead as adults, right. you know, because they're so curious. They want to learn so much, you know what I mean? And they just, they grow so much faster because they are. And sometimes it's bad if it's like bad influence, but when it's good, oh my gosh, they, they're so smart and so full of joy, you know? And like, actually today I'm hosting a slumber party with my nephews. I'm so excited, but I just, I get so excited because no matter what's going on, they have such optimism they're just so ready you know and like i get so inspired by just watching them you know so i can't imagine as a mom you know what that what that does for you which brings my other question like how do you stay inspired because there's so much on your plate like how do you how do you find inspiration to keep coming up with really great content to keep coming up with really great lessons, you know, for your school. Um, how do you kind of like, what do you channel? Are you a reader? Do you just go outside and spend time with Luke, um, with your husband? What does that look like for you? Um, my inspiration really comes from the people that are around me because what I do, business, teaching, I'm not doing it for me. Like clearly teachers, we don't make like we're not millionaires, so we're not doing it for the money. Like we're doing it for the impact that we have on kids. Mm, for that. photography, I'm not doing it for the money. I'm doing it because I know these pictures are going to stand the test of time and will be able to document your life. Um, so really the people 
in the impact that I know I, I am making and that I can make, that's what inspires me um, to, to, keep it, to keep it going. I love it. What, what advice would you have for someone who is, let's say, working a job, a nine to five, they're in their career, but maybe they want to take up photography or, or videography or whatever that would be for them, but they're really hesitant because it's like, oh, I don't know how that would play out. What advice would you give to them being someone in that position? And you're thriving. So y'all, you're getting advice from the real deal. Oh, okay. Um, well, personally in my business, I, um, I do a couple of things to make sure that I can like balance everything. One is I make sure that, well, pretty much every night before I go to bed, I make a list of attainable tasks that I can complete for the next day. Um, and as far as like balancing like work, teaching and mom life, I usually do my business stuff in between those times. So usually when he sleep or when he's down for, you know, bed, that's usually when I'm like, heavy into my business um, stuff. But for um, people that are starting out and you're, you know, you're kind of at that point where you're just like, I want to do it, but, and then you like start making all these like a gazillion excuses for why you can't actually do it. Yeah. This is my saying, you just got to be like Nike and you just got to do it. You just got to do it. Be like Nike and just do it. Yes. <laughs> That's it. Um, in some ways that you could do, because this is what this has worked for me. I made a Google calendar and mm -hmm. on each day I have like themes. So I have a, um, a school day where pretty much most of that day is just spent on school stuff. So me lesson planning for the week because I don't lesson plan every day. I, I'm a person that's about um, effectiveness and like getting it done in the quickest quickest amount of time but making sure that it's you know done properly so i dedicate one day i'll do all the lessons plan all the stuff make all the pretty little things i need to plan um grade any papers do whatever i have to do on that one day so then for the rest of the week i don't have to worry about it because it's done it's on a system it's just self you know all i got to do is press a button and it's done um i also have errand days so instead of like coming in and out the house and you'd be like, oh, I need to do this and I have to go leave. I just make a day where this is where I go run my errands. Um, and then I have two days and I have um, two of these. I call them GSD days, but they, it stands for get ish done days. So that's literally the day where it really doesn't matter what it is. If it's stuff that I have to get done, it's just my day to just be like tunnel focused and getting it done. Um, making sure that you block off your time by the hour and then put one task in that hour. One task, only one task in that hour. So you're focusing only on that one thing. And if you finish it before the hour, then that just gives you time to, you know, decompress, unwind, because you also don't want to be the type where you just like work, 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 and then burn yourself out. But it's just all about coming up with a system and a schedule that you can actually work through um, to get all the things done. You don't want to make something that's unrealistic. If you know it's unrealistic, don't make it because you're not going to do it. You want to make sure that it's attainable. 
Oh my gosh, that's so good. I love the the day that you have for just errands. I think I struggle with that. I don't have a day like that. And I do find myself going in and out of the house and it's like, you know, and, and just blocking off one thing for the hour. I think that is so important because I know I'm the kind of person where I might have like two things in the hour and it, it starts to get it all in the, it starts to get a little crazy, you know, in my mind. Um, I may finish it, but I leave being like, I can't do nothing else today. <laughs> like it's draining. So that makes a lot of sense. And I love, I love that answer. That's so, that's something people can really implement because I know I will after this. So that's awesome. Okay. So I always ask this question because obviously the podcast is called growth theory, but what is your growth theory? Like, what is something that you would share with someone's like, how, how do you do it? How do you grow this? What are some things that you're like, I know this formula works for me. What's something that you would give to someone? Hmm. That you dedicate that you pretty much what I said with your, um, with my calendar, as far as like dedicating those specific hours of time for one task, because I know as a business owner, we have a million and one things in our head like a million and one things. And if you're like me, um, if you see, if you're working on one thing and then you like look up and you like either see a tab or you see like a sticky note that reminds you of something else, my mind will immediately jump to that something else. (laughs) But we have to get ourselves in the habit of only staying like tunnel focused on that one thing completing that one thing checking it off because i've actually also realized that like physically having a a checklist and like seeing the stuff and like checking it off i don't know if it's just a me thing but it like helps me like mentally because i'm just like okay that's done okay that's done and you know it makes you feel good it gives you like a burst of you know confidence because you're just like oh i'm killing it in my business yeah um and y'all are probably gonna hear a screaming baby in like five seconds. <laughs> Luke's like, I'm up. <laughs> no, he just got, my husband just came back from uh, taking him to the park. So he's probably pissed that he's coming back in the park. Poor baby. <laughs> it's okay. So I did the business one for yeah, pictures. For, theory for, for photography. Yes, for photography, storyboarding. Oh my goodness, storyboarding. It's like key with anything. It doesn't matter if it's a wedding, it doesn't matter if it's a family photo, it doesn't matter if it's for business. It needs to have some sort of storyboarding. And if you don't know what that means, basically storyboarding is where you literally plan or have an idea of what you want the picture to portray. The point of pictures, yes, they're pretty, but that's not the point for a picture. Your pictures should tell a story. So for my business owners, what I really have um, them do is I'm just like, I want you to think about all the things that you actually do in life, in your business. And then I, well, both of us, we're going to figure out a way to make a picture so it tells that story. So I'll just use myself, for example. So if I was storyboarding, I would like have like mom, me, and then I would just like write out things that I'm doing as a mom. So I'm cooking, um, doing laundry, you know, doing stuff like that. And then I could, if I was a blogger, I can incorporate those different types of stories into pictures. Um, As a business owner, 
what are the tasks that you are actually doing over and over again in your business? Take those pictures. Um, of course, I would prefer professionally. It's going to look more polished on your business. But of course, you could do this stuff on your own too. Um, but you want to focus on like, what are you doing? So like in photography, like having photos, because a lot of times people just get to the point, especially with branding, that just gets real cookie cutter. When I say cookie cutter, it's like, oh, you can take some pictures with my laptop and and I'll bring a mug. And I'm just like, okay, but what what does that mean? Like, but who are you though? And what does your business like, stand for? Yeah, I, I, I could go on Pinterest and find a million pictures with um, somebody with their laptop and a mug. But like, what does that mean for you? And um, like, do you even drink something that you would even be with a mug? Because like with me, everybody's probably gonna think I'm crazy, but I'm not a coffee drinker. I hate me coffee. either, me either, yes. <laughs> so um, I remember once someone was just like, oh, you could just bring a coffee mug. I said, but I don't drink coffee. So like, how is that going to connect with me if I don't even do that thing? Just because I see everybody else doing it doesn't mean I have to do it. Like it has to be to you. So for like photographers, um, you putting your camera equipment together, those could make some really nice interesting pictures you working with clients like you want to be authentic and intentional with your photos um, so just really thinking about the story branding and then in life um making sure that the important people are made a priority in your life that's my my growth theory because even as a business owner i'm very guilty of sometimes just being so wound up in my work that you forget about you know all the people around you it's not a bad thing but you know you just get tunnel vision and you're just like oh i'm focused i'm focused i'm focused but i have found that when i make those blocks of times out for um spending time with my husband or spending time with my son those are so much more powerful and it's so much is worth it so definitely make time for the people that are important to you. Don't let work or your business take the place of the people that are important to you. I love it. Ah, I love it so much. Okay. I know you got to get to Luke because he's going to want to cuddle before his nap. Yeah. The park. So I probably have to calm him down, talk him off the edge. I know. <laughs> talk him off the edge. He's about to jump out the window and go back to the park. Yes. But I don't blame him. So Tell our listeners where they can find you and how they can get in touch with you. Go for it. Okay, so you can find me on Instagram um, at Jasmine R. Smith Photography. Um, one time I had somebody who's like, is your name Jasmine? -er? I was just like, no, that's my, my middle initial. It's an R. So Jasmine R, like rabbit, <laughs> in Smith Photography. And um, you can find me on Instagram. I do, just like Tina said, I have a lot of different resources on there for pretty much everything. And I'm also just an open book. So if you just send me a DM, like asking me a random question, I'll probably just ask, like answer it, but I'll probably also create, um, create some content for everybody else too, so. I love it. Yes, her page is amazing. I learned from her, y'all should too. Jasmine, thank you so much. And I hope you have a wonderful holiday week with your family. 
Well, guys, that's all we've got for you today. Thank you so much for tuning in. As Jasmine mentioned during the episode, I will be leaving her How to Stay Organized resource in the show notes. Be sure to check those out and be sure to give her a follow on all of her platforms. She really is a gem. Um, And I wanted to say, if you are new to the podcast or you've been listening in for quite some time, be sure to subscribe and leave me a review. I mean, what are you waiting for? I'm so excited for all the future episodes that lie ahead. I'm telling you, they're going to be good. But once again, thank you so much for tuning in and have a wonderful day.